you know, bro, I, I was thinking out loud or whatever, like, is it even like, is, is it enough for a pod? And I'm like, you know what? When it comes to pod or no pod, like, just got a pod, got to get a people, you know? Yeah. Even if it is about, you know, obscurity and all the dumb shit. And I guess the, like, see, it's like, well, of course, what we're about to get into, whatever. Matter of fact, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to save that. I'm going to save that statement or whatever. It's going to sound better in the moment. But until then. Washington Redskins, go fuck yourself. Sure, we'd be happy to take your money. Yep, just go to our Kickstarter page. Okay, nice idiot. Uh-huh, fuck you. Bye-bye. My name is Dan Schneider, proud owner of the Washington Redskins football team. In the name of decency, I am asking that you please stop using the name Washington Redskins to refer to your company. Stop? But why? You have no right to use our name to get attention. Uh, the trademark got pulled, so I'm totally free to use the name, actually. Look, don't you see that when you call your organization the Washington Redskins, it's offensive to us? How is it offensive? It's derogatory, Mr. Cartman. It makes us feel like a joke. Guys, guys, I have total respect for you. When I named my company Washington Redskins, it was out of deep appreciation for your team and your people. Well, we don't feel very whatever episode of live from the nosebleeds featuring the homie jack was goody what's going on man yeah quickie let's not uh promise that up front <laughs> we'll yeah, see let's not because I, I i start i start running my mouth and brain and then yeah just god knows what, what we do huh? um remember like always guys to rate like comment subscribe tell a friend to tell a friend links and everything in the bio description below link tree is now updated or whatever that new july playlist everybody loves the sunshine go check that out available on apple music and spotify and yeah you know yeah you pray these storms stay away then we can enjoy that sunshine but damn it's hot fuck Dude, it's hot I- Dude, I, I I'm knocking on wood. I'm knocking on everything or whatever. I'm supposed to be at the beach. It's coming up week or whatever. If it storms, you want to talk about an ill motherfucker? <laughs> Iller than when it when was we... a beautiful weekend this past one too. Oh my god. Yeah, I think it's about to storm like right now. But perfect, we're inside now. It was looking like that right before I was getting back home. Yeah, I think there's one coming through. Yikes. So, you know, we'd already talked about this and everything with pre-production, man. I guess I, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and get the trash and we're taking it all the way out and everything. You told me about this. What was this? The day before, like Friday or whatever. It was a lot of stuff going on with the Washington football team. I'm going to try my absolute hardest and everything, guys, because you guys know I do not say and I do not call that team by that name or whatever. But for as far as this story, I'm going to have to say the word Redskins, you know? 
And you've been on that you've been on that train for a minute. You can go all the way back, all the way to the old episodes. That word does not get uttered very much on the pod, at least yeah, by I might slip up or whatever, but I I be yeah. drunk up here too sometimes, guys. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we are completely watered up right now though. It's been it's been a long weekend, long fourth of July. <laughs> a lot of whiskey, man. Good God. That's why they had the three day weekend, so you can get a true uh a God Sunday rest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was it was needed. You hear me? Like, I'm getting I'm I'm getting real or whatever, man. Like, I, I got water. I, I just went and bought some uh some stuff that I made a salad <laughs> for later. <laughs> I'm I'm cleansing right now, bro. A true detox, straight up. So I have the press release that came out and everything, and I'm just gonna read it now, guys. I'm not the best reader and everything, but hey, I fucking tried, okay? Yeah. <sighs> so. July 3rd, 2020 statement from the Washington Redskins. In light of recent events around our country and feedback from our community, the Washington Redskins are announcing the team will undergo a thorough, thorough review of the team's name. This review um, formalizes the initial discussions the team has been having with the league in recent weeks. Dan Snyder, (coughs) God bless, um, yeah, that's how I feel. Uh, owner of the Washington football team stated, this process allows the team to take uh, into account not only the proud tradition and history of the franchise, but also the any input from our alumni, the organization, sponsors, the National Football League, and the local community that is proud of it and represent on and off the field. Ron Rivera, head coach of the Washington football team, remarked, this issue, which oh God, I'm going to get right to that, too, whatever. We get a Spanish man to talk about this. This is crazy, man. <laughs> like, oh, let's go get our minority right there. But um, Ron Rivera, the coach and everything, remarked, this issue is of personal importance to me, and I look forward to working close with Dan Snyder to make sure we continue the mission of honoring. Oh, God. Oh, God. They, look, they hit all the talking points right here, bro. Mm-hmm. To make sure we continue the mission of honoring and supporting Native Americans and our military. We believe this review can be conducted with best interest with all in minds. And then underneath, it has the fucking audacity to say Redskins. Wow. I, that comment in particular, <laughs> starting off uh, with what Ron Rivera said. Sounds like someone who has not spent enough time trying to work with Dan Snyder before. No, nah, that shit sound like that shit sound like your boss tell you, "Hey, so we're gonna go, we're gonna go through this the right way," quote unquote. Sure. Um, the hell, that sounds like to me. People have been asking Dan Snyder to do that for a decade. <laughs> like this is not like some new thing that they're trying to spin it as if it is. Come on, bro. No way. No, no one would ever be offended by that. What do you mean? <laughs> Uh, so I saw the story on ESPN this morning um, that Ron Rivera is working with Dan Snyder on, and this is what the story said, quote, a new nickname, unquote, to have by the start of the season. So, oh, just, my God, I saw that, too. So tell me what you think that means, because that to well, go ahead. Just go ahead, man. I, if, if, if are you want you want to be serious or we want to get these jokes off both. If we being serious or whatever, I feel like they're doing this shit just to, like, kind of get the heat off your back. You know what I'm saying? Well, to and me— And you want me to get these jokes off, okay? Yes. 
Go ahead. No, get the jokes. I was, if, we, if we getting these jokes off or whatever, it's literally this shit you sent me earlier and everything. Which I mean, <laughs> if you've already heard, like, if you've already clicked on this or whatever, it's going to be the fucking intro. Washington Redskins, go fuck yourselves. Like that's literally what it is. Cool. I, you know, actually worth the Google, which I hate doing while we're trying to do this stuff but that's not a recent episode of south park that's pretty old like no nah, look and the, yeah it is old and like look that was my time i fell off with south park or whatever which i mean i still enjoy i just you know i was going through a lot but like now that it's on all the stuff's on hulu right still yeah um for the time being i think it's moving to hbo max eventually actually yeah, hbo max gotta get up out of here like nobody ain't trying to pay no 15 or whatever and y'all taking everything but that's all that's another discussion i ain't about to get into right now but no i remember i, I hit you like a month ago and i just woke up or whatever and was just bored and i hit, I was like let me watch this episode and i was like yo that's hilarious uh that's that's almost as funny as the entire denver broncos uh 90 whatever team being cartman's dad because the whole I, team smashed uh mrs cartman I mean, that's like season one, <laughs> right? Um, that the go fund yourself episode of South Park aired in September 2014. Mm. I think the whole thing of that episode was like the trademark expired so anyone could use it, which was the real news story. So they, they co-opted it and with the same attitude that they've been operating with, with that fucking name this whole time, which is go fuck yourself. We, we are who we are. Um, like just the term new nickname sounds to me like they're not going to change the name. They're just going to no. come up with something else to call themselves and they'll still be the foundation of the Washington Redskins, which is like you're Yo, fam. backwards. You're doing it all backwards. Do do you know how wild it would be if they're just like, we're going to go by skins? That's worse. <laughs> oh, that's what I'm saying. But you know, they, bro, oh, bro. Oh, 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 my God. Oh, my God. Are you ready? Yes. The Braves. Say Indians. I don't know. They're going to go through everything. The Seminoles. So uh, that's the one thing I'll point out with those examples, which are the exact same three examples I had of other organizations that are in a similar boat, though handling it much better. Florida State, in what I've seen, has an actual relationship as a university with the Seminole community, and they're okay with them using the name Seminoles for that reason. But when you like, look at the other names, Seminoles is a tribe of Native American people. It's a culture that exists within the subset of the race itself. Like just calling right. like calling yourself Indians, that's the backwards fucking thing that they were called because the people that called them that didn't know what they were because they had no idea where they were because it was the fucking 1400s. So like ah, all that. Ah, that, yeah. The, it's rough, right? Yeah, it's it's I don't know. I, I, I think at the beginning of the year, people were saying, like, man, it's 2020. Like, we should be like understanding where we are now. And now you look at the culture of everything around us. And it's like <laughs> 2020. Everyone's fucking all over the place. <laughs> like, I don't think anyone's like ready for true progressiveness when all the movements that are happening and things are trying, trying to go forwards in certain directions. And you're looking around, like there's a lot of disagreement about this and there's a lot of whys. And then, you know, what's actually happened. Nothing's really changed. If the Redskins change their name, good for them. It still doesn't take away from the fact that for the past decade, they re refused for the racist reasons that they are. I, I love you. Just, I love that you just said last decade. Cause I was going to do 20 years or whatever, but um, I'm on football. Record. 
preference right now. Can I hit you about, you know, just them as a team? And like, oh, I mean, we're, of course, you know, the bullshit, whatever they just do, you know, whatever. But can I talk about them as a team in the last 10 years? Can I, can I, can I do that, sir? Hit me, sir. So since 2010, they have had a winning season. I'm going to technically have an asterisk on one of them or whatever, but you want to guess how many times a winning season. So there's RG three. Um, yep. So that's one um, minority quarterback. Um, then there's there was like a good Kirk Cousin season. I'll say two. I'm going to go two as well because I don't know if – well, I ain't going to say I don't know. I don't think – which all the bullshit motherfuckers gave the Panthers or whatever when we were terrible. I don't – I want that same energy for eight, seven, and one. Yeah, that's that's 500. So since 2010 – like in 2010, they went six and ten. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 2011, five and uh, eleven. Uh, 2012 went ten and six. That's good. RG3. 2013, three and thirteen. That sounds like the Giants. 2014, <laughs> 2014, <laughs> four and twelve. Giants. 2015, nine and seven. Okay. Is that Kirk Cousins? Yeah. Yeah, I think that was like the last Cousins hurrah, or maybe it was this year after. I can't remember. Uh, Twenty sixteen, yeah. eight set up, uh, eight seven and one. Essentially five hundred. Did did they make the postseason? I'm gonna say no. No, they did yeah. not. Um, twenty seventeen and eighteen, they went seven and nine. And that's last that, season, uh, that's that Jeff. Uh, oh fuck, I forgot his last name. Jeff Fisher shit. Jeff. <laughs> I almost forgot about that joke. Um, and then last season they went three and thirteen. Mediocrity, man. Mediocrity. Wait, but in the press release you said proud history. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's got to do something. Yeah, thirty-five fucking years ago, proud history. My ass. Uh, uh, hey, bro. Also, I'm, I'm looking at all, I'm looking up all this shit right now. Whatever. They really got some Eli Manning shit going on and everything. I no disrespect to your guy, but you know, overall they have a tied record between wins and losses. Like historically. Yep, six oh three and six oh three. That's my boy right there. Twenty eight ties. <laughs> I think Eli is uh, is like one twenty one twenty. Yeah, I, yeah, man. The proud history of the um, Washington football team. You know. Trash. Absolute trash. I, I, I don't I don't understand. Now is this bias? Is this bias, sir? No, 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 no. Um <laughs> I just mean like I, I think the major thing that has prevented him from making any change to begin with is the financial reasons not to. So like the Redskins is a known commodity as a football team and it has a large fan base and all of the above. But when the company, the biggest company that endorses you, and if it isn't just the biggest company that endorses you in terms of overall dollars, but it's the company that's name is on your stadium, FedEx pulls its fucking endorsement deals with you. Mm. Maybe something will really happen. Not, hey man, we can only we can only I ain't gonna say hope now. We can only see what's happening. Or yeah, we'll happen. see. We'll we'll see how it plays out. Uh, that was a big move by them. So um, here's hoping. That's 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 it, man. That's really it. I mean, you know, and to close all that off, I just got to say one before we get to the next topic or whatever. I got yeah. one thing to say. But if you ain't got nothing else, are you you good? Yes.
I got one thing to say, man. Washington Rice kids, go fuck yourselves. <laughs> it writes itself. It, so, it, um, if, if you're curious where we stood, that's where we stand. Go fuck that's, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't know as far as this next topic on like, you know, if it like maybe I'll insert some music, maybe I won't, you know, I don't know like what exactly to put, but you know, it's it's a sad goodbye. We knew it was a goodbye, but now he's officially gone and like you know, we he kind of finally got signed, and we remember at one point we was like, we're gonna hold off on doing free agency and other stuff because we need Cam to go ahead and get signed. And it took how fucking long? Like we were still we naming people who had like jobs instead of Cam Newton. It was getting crazy, and then you know, within probably two weeks after the draft, I feel like it got forgotten about. I mean, and that's kind of yep. when we were talking about the draft, and we were still trying to figure out what made sense for him. Like we were on here two months ago. I'm pretty sure you asked me, do you think he would join the Patriots? And my thought at the time was there's no way that he would sign with them because they won't give him the money that he wants. Right. And lo and and fucking behold, if you wait out long enough, like the devil genius that Bill Belichick is, you get you can get a guy of the talent level of Cam Newton to sign with you on a one year one point seven five million dollar veteran minimum deal. That's is, is it is it seven five? So it's one point oh five. Um, that's not okay. That's the one. That's the number I got. It's five hundred fifty k guaranteed. So it's the vet minimum deal, and then upwards of seven point five million after. There's a 700K pregame roster. I guess if he's on the roster per every game, gets the 700K and then 5.75 million in additional incentives. I have the ESPN stat that I want to read in a little bit, unless you just want to go ahead and get that off right now. Go ahead. So it says quarterback stat and salary comparisons. Cam Newton versus notable quarterbacks with higher base salaries. So we have Cam Newton, like you said, like 1.05 million. Yeah. Played 105 games, uh, 29,041 passing yards, uh, 182 passing touchdowns, and then over 4,000 plus rushing yards and 56 rushing touchdowns. Which is pretty fucking good for a quarterback. Now, I'm going to go in order on like paid, like up or whatever. Have yeah. you ever heard? Now, I, I, you know, I'm, I don't know two of these names, and I, I know. One of them, and then the other one is infamous. So have you ever heard of Cooper Rush? Actually, no. If you want to do me a little favor or whatever, look up Cooper Rush and then the next person or whatever. But while while I'm getting off these Cooper Rush stats mm-hmm. of one point or one point two five million, just played five games, two um two passing yards, no touchdowns, thirteen rushing yards, and no touchdowns. Is he the Rush. third stringer for the Cowboys? Is that, that might be it. Hold on. I'm trying to pull up the Cowboys depth chart real quick. He's not even on the I, Cowboys depth chart, so I have no <laughs> idea. His Wikipedia page is him in the Cowboys uniform. Oh, oh, he's on the Giants. Right, I, <laughs> wow. That's hilarious. I should have just read Wikipedia from the beginning. All right, depth chart. He's our third string quarterback. So the third string quarterback, it would okay. So that, that's 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 Cooper Rush, ladies and gentlemen. Look look at look at look at us out here, whatever teaching you about your own team. I can't say shit though. 
I mean, I already forgot we signed Colt McCoy as the backup. Hey, wait, 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 wait. There shall be no slander on my There's guy, no Colt slander. McCoy. I'm about to say, I've been fucking with him since Texas. This is this has been established. You guys know if I can listen. I have never had anything bad to say about Colt. I just haven't had a reason to look at the Giants' depth chart in a minute, and I forgot that we have Colt McCoy. I'm happy about I'll that. I'll take Colt McCoy over that overpaid-ass Chase Daniel any day. Hey, I know Chase Daniel. Let let the man make his money. Got he's got he's got the sweetest. I, I am, deals. but it's just it's just ridiculous. Um, so the next person I want you to check out, bro, and this is gonna be hilarious too. This literally this literally sounds like a damn created player or whatever on like fucking dynasty mode. Um, Ryan Griffin, one point six five million, has played two games, has eighteen passing yards, no touchdowns, and negative one rushing yards. So I want to say I've heard that name before, but I'm not going to pretend that I know for sure. Uh, two years on the Saints, so of course he didn't play. And the past five seasons on the Bucks, he, he could have stopped the 30 for 30. Damn. No, thank God. I mean, yeah, we. He, I mean, he would have I probably would have been bad at him, whatever, because like we got so much content off that. I feel like the world got content off that, you know. So Ryan Griffin, who's making more money than Cam Newton this season, um, isn't even good enough to get over Blaine Gabbert, let alone Tom Brady. Blaine Gabbert, boy, that's a name. Not that he would start over Tom Brady no matter what, but yeah, Blaine Gabbert's the second stringer. This, this is very true. Oh my God, Blaine Gabbert, like, man, life life comes at you fast. <laughs> that's one of those names you get that uh, you break out that Jumanji gif. What year is it? <laughs> Um, next we got now I do not know this dude or whatever, but I've heard this name before. Nate Sudfeld. Is it Sudfeld? Sudfeld? Uh, I think it's Sudfeld. I've heard of him. Yeah, Sudfeld. Two million has played three games, 156 or uh, 156 passing yards, one touchdown, and 20 rushing yards. Uh currently on the Eagles. Um, so not surprised. Ah, that's really caught any thing significant there he might be their second stringer yes he is over well he's not going to be their second stringer long because jalen hurts is there now but i mean they were in a situation for a while where they had two quarterbacks the eagles in general so uh not surprising he didn't see the field much but yeah i I, mean like i I think it's hilarious the eagles just have a whole like you know quarterback depth chart of hey yeah you know somebody came in here stole your job as well <laughs> There's still a statue of Nick Foles outside that stadium. Poor Carson Wentz. That is sicko mode. <laughs> that's that's literally like I'm telling. That's like this whole Cam going to the Patriots shit. It's like seeing your ex with a new with a new dude. Well, and I did want to get into you a little bit about that. Like you ride yeah, hard, it, Cam. Yeah, we yeah we we, we go get we go get on him in one more second one more second one more second. The yeah. final name who's making more money than Cam Newton this season. The man, the myth, the legend. You know him. You love to slander him. We all do. Nathan Peterman. Yeah, that's my boy. Two point <laughs> one three million. <laughs> Eight games, eight. I mean, yeah, eight games, five hundred and forty-eight passing yards, uh, one passing touchdown, one rushing touchdown, and seventy-three rushing yards. What about his Peter interceptions? Man. I bet that's not on there, is it? Nope. Well, when you throw six in the game, positivity. when you throw Ooh. six in a game, you deserve to get paid more than Cam Newton, right? 
It's just the was entertainment. Was that the Chargers game? Uh, so what, I think he was on the Bills then when that happened. That's going to be yes. impossible to find. Yeah, you're good. You're good. You ain't got to. I'm pretty sure. That's, I don't know. I'm, I, I don't know why the Chargers. Just, but that, who knows, man? I'm just trying to say my man was like, I mean, we know about the infamous 30 for 30. My man was trying to like, I don't know. <laughs> he was getting a jump start. You know, like on the on Drake the... songs or whatever. <laughs> Just stop. You know on the Drake tracks when they be like six 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 six. <laughs> Just be saying six in the background. Pre thirty for thirty. Just trying to make your own name in the world. Hey, we know who he is, so that's a plus. Yo, he he infamously got the nickname to Peter Man after that. And and John Gruden fell in love with him. So uh, I, I'm off that. Do you do you have a question for me personally about? You know, me my my quarterback on you know with his new girlfriend. Well, you you ride for Cam. You're you're very. I I, I, I am. I have I have a jersey. Yeah. And you've been very headstrong about the fact across multiple sports that when you ride for a guy, you ride for him. I do. I I, I go to I go to war for you. You know what I'm saying? Like if I if I if you're one of my guys, like you know, like you, you're not gonna have any slander about Drake. You're not gonna have any slander about my quarterback. I mean, Hornets is a little bit different or whatever. I have to defend fucking Terry Rozier. Like, why does God do this to me? <laughs> I haven't so, watched baseball in a little while. You know, like you're not gonna diss pro wrestling or whatever. Like we'll fight. And in the words of in the words of Slim Jimmy, you can't fight. You know, so hey. <laughs> like you, people want to talk shit, but you can't fight. I'm not gonna come after you about pro wrestling on the NFL pod. <laughs> Don't worry. Oh no, nah, um, I'll, I'll at you. you know, I'll, <laughs> I'll let the people do it. Hey, you can't at me if I'm not on that Twitter. Hey, bro, you got socials. <laughs> um, wrestling Twitter is a different ball game, but that's a different discussion. I I. I don't want to ask you about actual performance this year because I want to get to that because yeah. there's a couple more money questions I want to talk about. But um, are you are you you're just gonna root for him? Like you're still riding for him hard, Patriots quarterback. I mean, that's that's my like like my, like my man Justin. Shout out to him, man. I feel like he said it absolute best way I could ever say it. You know, he said shout out to him, wish him the very best, but I wish the Patriots the absolute worst. On the reverse, on the, on the flip side of that argument, you think uh, MJ picked up his torch again? He's back on the Patriots. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. I, I that's that's a that's a that's a that's a conversation I haven't had yet, which is crazy, you know. <laughs> I still I'm still mad about him coming up here just straight up like like I I did not see that coming. The the the. the Oh my God! I don't want to use a Civil War reference because that's just a bad thing. But uh, Sherman's march through the South of the NFL pod we did with he just torched the fucking Earth. <laughs> scorched Man. Earth. All I gotta say, like I'm telling you, I I did so much slander on Bucks fans, which I mean I I slander Bucks fans, I slander those damn dirty birds, and I slander those ain'ts like it's nobody's business. I mean that is a thing. Yes, but I have been personally mad at the Bucks all year off that damn week two game where we got robbed because like, oh, what are we going to do? Just go right up the fucking middle with Christian McCaffrey or whatever on the last play. Like, OK, just the stupidity. And I made it like a vengeance, a vengeance to disrespect them 
any chance I got. And you know what? I, I feel like you know sometimes like like God just punishes me and everything. Like whenever I I say so, you know, because I said, and COVID had to happen and shut it down. When WWE marched into Raymond James Stadium like they were supposed to, like they were <laughs> fucking supposed to, that was gonna be more people than the Bucks had in there the entire fucking season for WrestleMania 36. And COVID fucked my joke up. Okay. <laughs> I mean, of all the things Kilvich fucked. Yeah, exactly. And not then so Tom high, Brady. but yeah. Yep. Like, I had already said, you know, like, yo, it's crazy. What, like, I, I remember Drew Brees coming to the Saints and me being like, man, oh. you know, he better, yeah, he better be hurt. And then it didn't happen. He won a fucking Super Bowl. And then the Falcons almost won the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, like, like God wasn't going to do me like that. You know what I'm saying? He couldn't have us losing the Super Bowl and then have them winning one a couple of years. Like, he wasn't going to do me like that, okay? Your new team came through Thanks. for the clutch for you in the past there. <laughs> so I feel like I feel, I feel like that was like, a, you know, I feel like it was low-key a gift. You know, hey, we'll give you what's left of Cam and, you know, just a little for, you know, the Falcons not winning that Super Bowl. Some back to the future shit. I'm here for it. <laughs> I told you before I won like 200 bucks in that game. I was so happy about that. You did, hey. and I wish him the very best, man. But like, you know, what I'm saying it's kind of like it's kind of like when you see somebody or whatever, and you know, like y'all used to talk or something, but like you don't acknowledge them out loud. You kind of just like hit them like a little like a little nod and keep it moving. How do you make a nod in that crazy emoji text he uses? Um, <laughs> I, you know what? I, I you, you gotta you gotta point there, and I I, I love and I hate it at the same time, whatever, because it's annoying as hell. But my my man came out and said, you know. If you don't like the way I type, keep keep it moving. And I was like, I mean, I, I, I like that energy. But at the same time, sir, you see why we say this. But OK. That's it's like, thing, I don't know. Yeah, that's great. Um, I would also like my doctor to write me a prescription that's legible. So, you know, if you're going to come out here announcing news, like I would like to be able to read it. Um, all right. So just going back to money real quick. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. One, one more thing too. I didn't. I didn't get yeah. this off. Shout yeah. out to um that that video of him in the gym, and you could tell it was his own gym because it was like pictures of him like in Carolina and in his Auburn jersey and shit. And he yeah. was out there like jamming out to um gospel music, and I was like, okay, this is hilarious. I'm gonna do a reenactment with the Clark sisters. And I went on Twitter or whatever, and was like, yo, is this the Clark sisters or whatever? And you know, like my my homies who are into gospel music got me to fuck up out of here or whatever. So I would like to go back and re you know retract my statement he was getting off to hezekiah walker and you know i just like i said about wrestling bro whatever you don't mess with certain like people and certain things or whatever because the gospel community came in my head top (laughs) i just had to say all that because you know i will not make that mistake again i am sorry but continue jack i didn't know the gospel presence was so big on twitter Oh, fam, no, fam, black. If you, you a black man talking about black gospel or whatever? Oh yeah. yeah, they got me up out of here. I was gonna say I don't didn't understand like half of what you just said, so yeah, I'm <laughs> way out the scene. Um, <laughs> so there's an important quote that we have to hit uh, just in general because the man's made over a hundred million dollars in his career over. I think it's ten years of a career. If it's not ten years, it's almost ten years, and he signed for the vet minimum. Understandably so. It kind of makes sense for all the things that we've talked about with his situation in the past and now that we're moving forward with it. But he came out and he said, 
this is not about money. It's about respect. I'll just give you my opinion on that real quick, and then I'm curious what you think about what he said. In professional sports, isn't respect shown through money? Um, you know that I, I you, you yeah you bring up a great point. Like we, Mahomes will be recognized as the best player in the NFL. You can argue with that if you want, but it, it's pretty. Like yeah, there's other arguments to be made, like Aaron Donald, Lamar Jackson. Stephon Gilmore, you could you could argue a couple of players there, but it's probably Mahomes and like the Chiefs are respecting that by overpaying the fuck out of him to you oh, know, got to to got solidify to. that right. So the Patriots are not the kind of organization that's going to do that anyway, and I really think what they're doing is smart. I just don't know if I agree with that take on it from him. What do you think? Um, the way you break it down, I would agree completely because I feel like, you know, like I, I, I finally did go back or whatever, like, you know, a while ago when I told you I was going to listen to, you know, a Patriot fan who shall not be named and everything because you know how that gets, yeah. uh, and his reaction on them getting Cam, And he kind of was just like, you know, he's going to use it as motivation. And I'm like, okay, yeah, that sounds cool or whatever, but like. You would think there would be motivation after the year we did we didn't win the Super Bowl either, and that didn't go so well. But who so knows? Like, you can talk about it from pros and cons from his individual standpoint. Like, it's a prove it deal. That's what the Patriots are doing. If it wasn't about money and it was about respect, you would think somewhere in all the incentives laid in that contract, they wouldn't be able to then franchise tag him next year, which is a possibility if he does play well. So. Right. Like if he can set himself back up to where he should be in terms of his athletic talent and if he's actually healthy, he could be a top five quarterback in the league, which would be very dangerous for the Patriots. And then in free agency, he'd have the opportunity to choose the next job. But will he have that opportunity if they're able to franchise tag him? I don't know how that's respectful. If he's not healthy, he's missing a really good opportunity to get healthy in a situation with, say, a team like Pittsburgh where we – I think both agreed would make sense for him to take a backup role where you have an aging quarterback yeah. there that then would seed the role. And I, I, I would be shocked to learn Mike Tomlin didn't like look into it and try to convince him to do that. And if he did good for him, if he didn't, that's a shame. Cause I think that would have made the most sense As, and for his career moving forward. Like you can take a better money deal to be a backup than what you got for a vet minimum and have a position to a starting role. Granted, he should be the starter this year. I would just worry for him if he's not healthy and he doesn't perform well, and then it kind of tanks mm -hmm. his profitability for the end of his career, which would be a shame because he is a great quarterback and he's a great athlete. Most definitely. It's definitely a double-edged sword and everything. Like, cause you know, you would love to see him like go back to past glory, but like, I'll be honest, I don't think anybody not in like Foxborough or that area of the country would necessarily want to see that. You know? Yeah. Um, the last point I'll make on that quote is just to reference a similar situation. It's not exactly the same, but it's a similar situation where New England signed a star player on a one year deal by the name of Darrell Revis. And they signed him for $12 million and they won the Super Bowl with Drell Revis. And then he went back to doing his own thing and making all of his money like he did. Good for him. Uh, that's respect. Uh, 
in my opinion. I I would agree with you there. I mean, I feel like honestly, I mean, fuck it. Let's just say what it is, man. Like, you know, if he's damaged goods, this is the like this is the situation. This is the place and everything. It's not like he went to. And I'm not trying to take any shots or whatever. But I mean, I guess shots are going to be taken. Like, yeah. uh, if he was like. You know, it's, it's different because they have a quote team or whatever. But if he was to go to Cleveland and shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you're going to the premier like organization. And I guess that's the price you pay for doing that. It's, yeah. it, and it could like really, really, really work out for him. But we'll get to performance in a second in terms of how we think they're actually going to do this year. Because right. what we're going to do first is talk about different um not only like vegas odds but just percentage odds that i pulled from a couple of different places in terms of over unders um pre the Patriots signing cam newton and post um so what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna present a couple things to you i'd like to hear a guess from you and then i'll tell you what i found on the back end if that sounds good to you sounds great bro hit me so regular season wins uh pre cam newton um, and I pulled these numbers from Sportsline, just to quote a reference there. So, you know, if you want to look them up, you can look them up yourself. Um, Patriots were put at 7.8 wins. So that is basically a 500 season. So post the signing, where do you think they have that number? And there's a decimal in there. And just like, if you want to, you can keep the whole number if you want. But Okay, I'm about to say, yeah, let, me, let me give you a whole number because, you yeah. know, I can go get super technical. On. I know. Um, you said 7.8, so pretty much 8 and 8. Yeah, I think with Cam Newton, they're going to well, fuck, I'll, I'll give you a point. Can I either say 10 or 9.5? Uh, the post cam line is 9.5. So it's a ah! increase. You nailed it. Um, so like nine to 10 win season. So just That's over 500, which if you think about it, um, going to a seven team playoff format from the six this year um really increases their chances of making the postseason. But before we get to that, chances to win the division for the Patriots uh pre the signing, uh twenty eight point two percent. So if you think about it from a four team division, that's you know, one in four chance, which given the Patriots um track record, I think is respectable. After this cam signing, the percentage chance for the Patriots to win the division, what would you guess? Oh, man. So with this one, can I give you like they were going to finish what, let's say third or fourth? Well, it, it's a percentage chance to win the division. So right. I guess um, you take into account you got the Bills, the Jets and the Dolphins yeah. over those teams. I know percentage is hard to do on this, and I know it's a weird stat, but it's just kind of how the odds how about how about this? this? I'll I'll say it like this. I thought prior to Cam, the Dolphins were better than them. Yeah, it was going to be a, it was going to be a kind of hit or miss with the Jets. I think with Cam now, and depending on how he's going to be health wise and everything, like you know the what ifs, they're better than the Dolphins, but they're not better than the Bills. Like nowhere close. So if they're one of the top two contenders, I would say that's about a fifty percent chance they could win the division then. Okay. Um, yeah. And the line for that moved up to 55%. So that's almost a 30% increase on the chances to win the division. That's kind of how the odds makers are thinking about that. So 
more than 50%, which is kind of leaning towards they might be better than the Bills with Cam Newton, which I don't really agree with. But I, I think it's, you know, we can get into, after all the percentages and stuff, we can get into the actual performance stuff. For an Cam's putting no respect on the, on the GOAT Josh Allen's name. <laughs> I'm excited to see Josh Allen play this year. Um, I think it'll be really interesting to see, especially with Stefan Diggs there. All right. Chances for the Patriots to make the playoffs was at 43.4%. So a little under half in terms of making, I guess, out of the, how many teams? So there's 32 teams. So there's 18 teams per conference. And so out of the seven, out of the 18, they had about a 50, 50 shot to make the playoffs um, from the predictors. I feel like if we keep doing percentages, it's going to get weird. Just, just throw I, I, got you. I actually, I actually got you a percentage. Fuck it. Okay. Yeah. Um, you said it were like 40 something, whatever. I'm going to give them up to like 65. 72.7. Okay. So shit, that's pretty high. That's pretty high. I I'm a little surprised by that number. And I think that might be increased by the extra wildcard spot. Right. But, Still, I mean, that's pretty confident. Chances to win the conference, so win the AFC and go to the Super Bowl, 2.2% pre-Cam Newton, um, win the conference post-Cam Newton. There's a couple of teams to think about there, but um, a percentage guess. 5.5. 7.9, which I think is also relatively generous. Okay. I mean cool. – you're going to get over the Chiefs and the Ravens. Shit, you could throw the fucking Titans in there. Like, th- there's a couple teams. Um, the Colts, even, like, 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 who knows? Especially in this offseason, it's going to be so weird. But, you know, one of the things that I have heard a lot is that this may be the offseason of consistency. Shout out the Ringer. That's where I hear that from. But um, right. the teams that are relatively set are the ones that have the biggest advantage going to this season. Cause you know, pray to God, the fucking season happens, but um, and too. that too. And we'll get to that. But um, just in general, like if you had a system in place already, it's going to be a lot better for you going forward, which unfortunately for our teams doesn't leave us in a great place, but you know, flux is going to happen no matter what. And that was all happening pre Corona. Anyway, so it's not like any, everyone's on equal ground there anyway. Chance to win the Super Bowl for the Patriots pre Cam Newton, 0.9% percentage chance the Patriots win the Super Bowl post Cam Newton. Give me a guess. You say 0.9. I'm going to give you 2.5. 3.8. So that, that huh. I have to say, in, in the world of small percentages, that's relatively the same. So four, a 4% chance on 32 teams. Still not that confident, but I mean, there was no real confidence that was ever in the conversation before Cam Newton even getting there. So, a f- almost five percent chance is, I think, a pretty good increase on the Vegas stuff. Um, their odds to win the Super Bowl in Vegas before uh, I'll, I'll just tell you these um, last ones real quick, and then you can comment on them. Their odds to win the Super Bowl before. The signing was 25 to one. That was tied for 10th with a couple of teams that I could go back and look up real quick. Um, if you, if you're curious and then they've increased to 20 to one. So that's eighth overall in the league. Um, which that seems kind of high to me. I mean, even <laughs> tied for 10th, but they're tied for 10th with a bunch of teams. 
And then MVP odds for Cam Newton himself were at plus. Yeah, let me guess this one. Let me let me guess this one. That's crazy. So they were plus sixty six hundred, and that was twenty fifth overall. So where would you put those odds post him signing with the Patriots? Fifteenth. Fifteenth overall. Yeah. So they're plus three three thousand. So I said sixty six hundred. Yeah. So plus three thousand. That's tenth overall. Damn. Huh. What what are your thoughts on that one? A little high. Okay, I was I, like, I don't I don't want to come in and be biased. That's why I was like, uh, <laughs> you know. I mean, he is now equal to before his signing what Saquon Barkley was, and above Matt Ryan, above Derrick Henry, above Christian McCaffrey. Well, okay, okay, that's where we're getting a little bit too disrespectful. But I, I mean, know, he could yeah. be over Matt Ryan. Why no, not? no, no, that that's fine, and. I would agree with if he's healthy and you know, the whole MVP conversation is so fucking weird in the NFL anyway. Like what is it to be the most valuable player on your team? You could be the best tackle and you'll never be in the conversation. So it's a wild wait. That is fake news or whatever, because you know, your man back in the day, LT defied physics. The only person that we know like straight up or whatever, one, the most valuable player on cocaine. Well, what was it? Correct. one. I think it was crack later. I think it was coke. I mean, it's the eighties. So it was definitely coke. Um, <laughs> I and first of all, I did say like I I do think a dominant linebacker should be in that conversation. I, like an yes. offensive tackle, it will never be in that conversation. So no. valuability, that's not a word. Being valuable in the NFL is very relative to a couple positions. But I mean, if they win twelve games, maybe. Maybe, you know what I mean? I mean, Loki, do you see that? Cause I don't see that. 12. No, and I was just that, asking. No, I don't. And then that's right. where we should just transition directly into what are your realistic expectations for the Patriots post the Cam Newton signing? Because I'm just going to go through their offensive weapons with you real quick. And it's a short All list. I know it's a new. Yeah. Well, they still have Edelman. Um, How which, old is he, man? I feel like he's been around since I was in fucking high school. That's a great point. But he is, he is. <laughs> And uh, what's interesting about, I think, this conversation, too, is that I think one of the reasons Edelman is so dangerous is because he was such a great possession receiver for Tom Brady. I don't know how that works for Cam Newton, but, you know, Cam likes big receivers or whatever. And this is no shade, but like he'll throw it like 10 feet over his head. True. He do that with like big people like Punches and um, uh, Kelvin Benjamin before he became a tight end. (laughs) Look, let's not let's not. uh. What? what? I, he, I, I, didn't, he, I didn't say anything. Kelvin Benjamin wasn't at the buffet as I, I frequently quite yet. He could still jump enough then. I mean, he um, might have lost weight now, whatever, because, you know, the buffets aren't open up. Uh, Unless he's doing, you know, he might be doing DoorDash. Maybe he's doing those big prayers to Corona. Thank you. Finally, you can help me get my Habden check. He's out of the league. We don't have to talk about fucking Kelvin Benjamin. But, like, in terms he's of playing possession. playing offensive linemen next year. <laughs> <laughs> In terms of um, possession receivers for Cam Newton, like uh, Greg Olson was great over the middle for him. So, like, I could see right. that possibly working. Um, Mohamed Sanu and then their third receiver is Nikhil Harry, which we still don't know what the fuck he has to prove about his own talent in the NFL. And That's... then the running backs, Sonny Michelle, James White, Rex Burkhead. 
I think Sonny Michelle is not a great running back. And when he's the Patriots were so transparent last year when he was in, they were going to run the ball because when they put James White in, they're going to pass the ball because he's a good receiver at the backfield. And Cam did play well with a receiver at the backfield. But uh, there's a difference in the talent level between a James White and a Christian McCaffrey, would you say? Oh, for sure. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, for fucking sure. That's no shade. That's no bias. That's just, you know, cold, hard facts. I think it goes without saying. Yeah, it's pretty clear. I mean, like the defense will still be good. They'll still be match dependent and how well that defense plays. I think everyone, you know, we've had this conversation multiple times. The the defense got a little hyped up early in the season last year. But it, <laughs> oh, God, the talks about that. Brian. Good Lord. I know. And, you know, it's within the, the division last year, which Seems like that's going to be relatively different this year, at least with the Dolphins entering the conversation, though. I do think their defense will be better than their offense from the Dolphins perspective. (sighs) Yeah, I I still think the Bills are the favorite for the East, but I would agree. It's so dependent on Cam's health and there's no way to predict that. Nah, you know, but who who knows, man? Yeah, he he, he out here telling us or whatever. He hungry. Like he ain't got to have no cool catch phrases or whatever. I just I'm ready for and I don't know if you have anything whatever left on it, bro. But like and now just know, guys, I'm I'm joking here. I am joking. I I have on the, you know, a a, a 10 foil hat right now, whatever. This is all jokes. OK. Yeah. But the Boston media, if they don't like you, when I tell you, boy, you would have thought Kyrie. I mean, I, I am not trying to offend anybody. But what I'm saying, just know these are all jokes. The way they were talking about Kyrie before he left or whatever, you would have thought he was a damn um, the Boston bomber or whatever. It was Yikes. that bad. I'm telling you, that's what they was treating him. If Boston do not fuck with you, they will get you out of here, and then they'll just act like, oh, well, it's all you. And it's like, I'm, I'm telling you, that market, they will, bro. I'm telling you, you thought people hated Cam now or whatever. Let a couple of uh, bad games happen. I don't get into a lot of NBA conversation with you. Yeah. In terms of Kyrie post the Celtics, mm-hmm. I know he was injured for a while, but he was with what is my team technically is the Nets because I had a good experience at a Nets game once. Hey, but, uh, yeah, we have talked about that. But uh, he didn't play well for them. I, I mean, Kyrie got a whole, some whole other shit going on or whatever, right? But, like, I'm telling you, bro, it's just certain things with the Boston media. Like, I know I'm not the only one that has noticed this shit. Like, I've heard it on, ultimate, on other stuff. No, and that's fine. I'm not going to pretend that I know what's going on in the Boston media because the fuck do I follow that for? I don't, I don't really give a shit about any of their teams. So you, you care about the you care about people that play the game the right way, man. Yeah, that's a little much. I I don't like that kind of conversation in general. I mean, yeah, you know what that code word is? Playing the game the right way. We're not going to get into that shit though. Good <laughs> I, I already I had think- a rant prior to this. <laughs> I was going to say, I think we got past that with the Washington team. So let's just leave hey, that man. there. <laughs> Fuck your shit. We out here. Let's get a little quick. I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. The, the last Patriots thing I have to say is that Ugh. it was incredible. Boston, I better, I better see some numbers. It was incredibly con- – well, you're not going to see numbers for this. It was incredibly convenient that 18 minutes after it was reported to Kim Newton signed with the Patriots that it was reported that the team was docked a 2021 third-round pick and $1.1 million for the video filming of the Bengals sideline. Weird. It's, it's almost like uh, they preceded one story with another. Mm, I like that. 
I like that right there. You know what I'm saying? You get that. That's that's crazy too. And then I, th- I want to say we talked about that in the moment too, or whatever. Like probably just me, uh, Austin and Keto. Like the Bengals. Like who did it help with the ba- the Bengals last year? Uh, any year since Chad Johnson and, and TJ Hushmanzada? Like come on. Damn. The Bengals. I took it back, didn't I? Right. <laughs> that's some like. That's my high school shit, Hushman Zada. Damn, right. That's them old school man days. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was that was back in the days of um NFL two K. A quality slot receiver in my two K game, Hushman Zada. Yo, fam, people will sleep on the NFL two K games. I didn't need to bring them back. Shit. Well, unfortunately, EA is a bitch. We're gonna talk about that at some point eventually. But God, two K five was the best game ever made. Is that the one was that the TO cover? Yep. Yes. Yes, sir. I had that on the GameCube, which tells you how not into sports games <laughs> I really was to begin right. with. Right. I played say, the yeah, absolute had PS2. fuck out of that game. Yeah. I, I got I got the PS2 eventually, but God, that that was the best game. All right. I we we are done with the Patriots all together. Uh, never want to talk about them again. Out of here. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, I, the last thing I really want to talk about in general is it, you know, this is live from the nosebleeds. I know we've talked about the NFL the whole time, but it's a yeah. sports podcast and it's getting pretty fucking dicey on sports coming back. If we're going to keep in the NFL realm for just another minute, um, we talked about this for a second, but hard knocks is still supposed to happen. They have not like said it's not going to happen and it's weird a month out from potential not even a month out from my guess when training camps are supposed to start for the nfl supposedly like that shit is still gonna happen uh, as far as the internet tells me so right um before you before you tell me because uh we talked about this a little bit in pre-production i don't know the team guys but i want jack to tell me the division and i feel like i can be able to guess if you tell me the division it's going to be kind of a trick question, and I know that's weird from what I just said, Yeah. but maybe you can take that implication into mind when you're thinking about – oh, no, it's a total trick question because it's, okay. not the, it's not the same division. It's the West, so just take the West into mind. Oh, so you're not telling me NFC or AFC? I'm telling you I can't tell you one. Oh, well, if, if that's the case, Mr. West, it's got to be the Chiefs. It's well, two. It it's two teams for the first time ever. Oh, so are they both in the West? Yes. NFC and AFC West. Yes. The Chiefs and the Forty ers I'm gonna give you one more guess because this was a super trick. The way Seattle. It was, it's the Rams and the Chargers because it's both in LA. Are you fucking serious? Oh my god! Is that stadium even up yet? That's a good question. That's no. That's a yeah. That's a great question. First and then second off, I'm still calling them motherfuckers the San Diego Chargers, <laughs> and that's sad because I don't call the um the Rams St. Louis Rams. But I'm still calling the damn Chargers San Diego. Well, to be fair, I think performance has something to do with that distinction that we're still stuck in the past with the Chargers because nothing's really happened since they moved. Man, if we're being real, they they've been they've been piss poor and mediocre since Marty or uh, Marty Schottenheimer left. I can, can I, I 
I think this is the funniest thing to bring up about Hard Knocks in general because this is like the most anti this podcast possible team selected with the Shams and the Chargers going to charge her. <laughs> Yo, I just thought of that. <laughs> God knows, man. Talk about Hard Knocks. This so, is Hard Knocks, I right. I. I'm still very optimistic that the NFL is going to come back. I don't know how. I don't know what the fuck is going to look like, and I don't Thank give a shit. Can only because, be optimistic. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. At this point, I would really just like to see football come at a normal time and some normalcy come back into the world in general. But yeah, I, I, if Hard Knocks does actually happen, I think it would be fucking interesting as shit to see because it's going to be the weirdest offseason ever, and the fact that they're doing the two teams at once. Maybe they won't focus on all fifth stringers, and if they're going to make the team or not, it might be a little more nuanced than that. What's so, the, what's the dude who? Because I, I, wait, I'm thinking about it too. I think I slander most of their quarterbacks because I, I said Herbert's going to be a bust. Yep. I said that Jared Goff is figured out, and it's only a matter of time. And he can't play outside of LA. He really can't. Like it's he. He's the he's like the he's like the Sixers or whatever with football. Oh damn, that's a great reference. Um, who's the who's the back? Well, not technically the backup because I think he's gonna be the starter on the Chargers. Tyrod oh, Taylor. Name? Yeah, Ty- Tyrod. Like I'm telling you, before before I even knew he was there, I was like, oh, Cam's gonna go to uh, the Chargers. And a and lot then of they people, got Herbert, and I was like, oh, never mind. Well, there was a lot of talk that Brady was gonna go to the Chargers for the same reason that Cam would, just to give them something to get some goddamn ticket sales in. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they need to compete against the fucking shams. But I mean, like, I think Tyrod actually could be good for them in their offense. I I still I I would ride for Tyrod. I I thought he was fine in Buffalo. It's just they didn't have any weapons. Buffalo. He got he got trashed or whatever. And I was just like, dude, he's not actually that bad. Like, it's literally and I I just don't get this Herbert kid. And you know what? If you want to shut me up, please shut me up, because like. I said the same thing about um, Jerry Goff after his first year. Like, I thought his first year, he was absolutely atrocious. And my man was like, well, it's only his first year. And I was like, bro, people don't get second years. And the second year, he made a Super Bowl. But what happened last year? Damn. They do they do stay, say that statistically for quarterbacks that enter the league and play in their first year, the biggest jump in their productivity is from their first year to their second year, which is, you know, Josh Allen hype. But at the same time, like, I don't know, like, Tyrod got bounced like he was in Baltimore. It didn't work out there. He went to Buffalo. He started for a while. He went to Cleveland again. Like, what are you going to do? And then they the got waste, Baker. the wasteland. Yeah. And then Baker, you know, took off and now he's in L.A. with the Chargers and the Chargers have weapons. They, ha- they they can do something. And if he's still mobile, like he was relatively when he was with the Bills, I, I think they got a real offense. But it's it's. You just know the Chargers are going to charge her anyway, so it's. And, and I don't know anything about Tyrod Taylor's uh, personal life or whatever, but I know like the, the like the team and everything over there in like L.A., which I'm still calling them San Diego. They're like, oh wait, so you mean he doesn't bring like 50, 50 11 kids or whatever at the practice? Damn, this is gonna be nice. What a relief. It, it's like going. <laughs> it's like going to a sandals resort. No kids. You know, he just looked at his wife the wrong way or whatever. Pregnant? Like whoa, whoa. What what kid are they on now? It, uh, I I know they have nine. I I pray. I was going literally joke and say eleven, but that's crazy. I was close. It, well, it's not Cromarty level. <laughs> Yo, no, the God. I'm about to say, you know, <laughs> he, he wish he could touch the God Cromarty. Good Lord. 
That man, that right. man got to walk around with a blindfold or whatever, so he'll mess around and get chicks pregnant on some man. Um, what was the, what was the Netflix movie? Uh, oh, I'm lost. Oh, uh, uh, you, you know I'm talking about a bird bo- bird box. Oh Jesus! <laughs> My man walking around on some bird box shit. <laughs> but go go ahead. I, th- bro. I thought you were another lady. Oh well, another baby. Um, <laughs> so I've been talking a lot this podcast and. Yeah. You, no, I mean, you, been here. you handed the reins over to me a fair bit, so let me hand them back to you and just have a relative general conversation about sports coming back in general. And um, what do you think for a couple of different leagues? I mean, if you want to start NFL, that's fine. I do kind of want to talk NBA because I think that's yeah. getting a little weird. I don't want to talk about baseball. I have one other thing I want to talk you about. Mean you so. don't care about baseball and their new commercials of them coming back July 22nd and no, 23rd and 24th. And I was just like, why aren't y'all supposed to bend back? Like, who's really going to like, – first off, who in the hell do you have to t- – I, well, I haven't played baseball in so long or whatever. You ain't got to touch nobody. Like, I mean, I get the ball, but, like, yeah. there, there's gloves. I'm just so lost. I don't know. I'm so lost. Yeah, if you think about it from an actual scientific viral disease situation, like, yeah, I guess the guy who's on base is going to be standing kind of close to the guy who's guarding said base. But, like, they're supposed to move eventually. Like, yeah. relative contact would be – baseball uh, – let, and, let and we said on we said on live from the nosebleeds to whatever we don't reach we don't be meaning no disrespect but if we being disrespectful or whatever my fave would never get like hurt running the first base. <laughs> I'm sorry. You want to hear disrespect? I fucking hope this is the death nail for the MLB and we can stop <laughs> and get a Damn. better summer sport in place that we can all give a shit about. Maybe it's Premier League soccer. They're they're. Can, can I just talk about the one sports league I want to talk about real quick? Yeah, go go in. Go in. I know you want to get this off and everything because you, you, you came for their whole career. Good Lord. Well, yeah, uh, the MLB. Yeah. You, no the thanks. old heads who are going to try and tell you you don't need to flip a bat or whatever because that's not playing the game the right way. You know, I mean, we just spoke about, you know, the game. What that means. The right way. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Insanity. Yeah. Just saying. Records getting broken when – uh. The Negro League was still a thing. Sure, yeah, whatever. Or, or my um, favorite, how dare you wear your hat backwards? Ooh. Ri- ridiculous. Unless you're a catcher. Stupid as fuck. Um, <laughs> so I've talked about it before that I've played lacrosse in the past. I'm very passionate about lacrosse. And um, there's finally a, a really relevant outdoor lacrosse league that is um, – they had a really good season last year. And I don't think it got as much attention as they would have hoped and I, I think they're very hype about the attention they did get. Uh, the Premier Lacrosse League, so outdoor lacrosse, um, which there is a difference. There's box lacrosse, which is indoors. Um, but literally the best players in the world. It's only seven teams big. They had an expansion team added this year. Okay, More- I was literally about to ask you. I'm like, how the hell do you got an odd number of teams? That sounds – unless we're going into like like one through seven tournament style. Yeah. First so- round bye, like, you know. So I can go back. It's it- – I think the origin of this league is actually really interesting. So um, I don't know how much I've told you, uh, told to you about this in general. So um, I can break down the history of it real quick because it's it's not that long. It is brush it. We 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 don't we making good time. Yeah. So um, the outdoor league that was the only professional outdoor league um, 
in the world really that was anything relevant was the major major league lacrosse mll um back when i was you know going to camps and stuff it was starting and there was hype about it and it's been existing this whole time still does exist and the hype has died to the point where they don't get tv deals anymore and it's just like what is this league even doing so one of the best players in the MLL in the world, Paul Rabel, is a midfielder. He went to Johns Hopkins University. He's been I know a, about that school. Yep, and he's one of the Mar- premier programs. It's like them, Duke, and Carolina, right? Them, Duke, Carolina, Syracuse? Maryland, Syracuse, um, Virginia, uh, oh, a lot of yeah. a lot of ACC teams, but a lot of East Coast teams. East Coast yeah. bias, yeah, I can tell. <laughs> I mean, and that's what lacrosse has been for a long time, and it, it has spread very well nationally to an extent in certain areas. Like Denver's really big, LA's really big. They're like lacrosse is growing. At one point, they thought it would grow at the rate soccer did. That did change, but it's. I think it's more exciting than soccer is because there's so much more physical contact in terms of you know like. You can't tackle someone like it's football, but you can yeah. hit the fuck out of somebody and you can, you know, be physical with literal sticks. You can just slap the shit out of people. I mean, like I, really. I've told you this just personally yeah. or whatever compared to I'm going to say it on the pod. Like yeah. I feel like and I, I just got into soccer a couple of years ago, but that was during the Copa America. You know what I'm saying? I like I noticed like I can't necessarily watch like MLS shit because it's just it just seemed whack to me. But like when it's like, oh, you know, whatever countries and we're doing this tournament, like shit be pretty cool. So as far as like what, I, what I've told you, though, as far as like soccer compared to lacrosse. Yo, I, I don't even know the closest high school like near me or around me that had a lacrosse team compared to like everybody has soccer. You know what I'm saying? And and that's what's actually really interesting, too, because um, I know high school is close to you now where you are, where there is. Yeah, you're true now. At, when you were growing up, not so much, but yeah, I played a little bit smaller too. city. I played lacrosse in high school in North Carolina, and the competition was really good. It was just very localized and that has spread within the state itself. And, you know, it continues to spread as it will. It will never be bigger than it is in Maryland unless things really pick up. But the comparison I would make is like you trying to watch the MLS is like trying to watch the MLL when out there there's the Premier League for soccer. And that's what the Premier Lacrosse League is. They they did rip a little bit of this from the Premier League, but that was intentional. They had six clubs last year. They have seven. Paul Rebo tried to buy an MLL team with his brother so they could kind of – revamp the format of the teams in that league and try to make it better than what it was. And they got rejected for ownership in the MLL. So Paul Rabel said, I'm going to take my ball. I'm going to go home and we're going to start our own league. So he got 150 of the best players in the literal world of lacrosse to sign with his new league that he is co-founder of and player for one of the teams while his brother is the president of the league. They started it together. They approached NBC. They got a TV deal with NBC, and they had a full season last year, and it was fucking phenomenal content. I, I'm t- like live sports. A lacrosse game is like two hours. It's not that long. It's pretty engaging, and there's a bunch of shit going on. There's a bunch of goals. It's really exciting. So come 2020, um, NBC is the host of the Olympics. The Olympics get canceled. They approach the PLL and say, there's a two-week window of media content that we have scheduled that is no longer going to be there. So can you give us two weeks 
of content and they said, we're going to figure it out and we're going to do it. So like not a lot of sports leagues have the ability to do that. MLB, because <coughs> you're a giant organization that sucks dick. But they, oh! they decided that they were going to do it. So what they're doing is they're doing a full quarantined two week plus one week of training camp season tournament of champions with their expansion team this year. So there's seven teams. So they're going to utility or uh, utility, Jesus Christ, uh, location in um, Salt Lake City, Utah, going to the fully quarantine. White. Whoa. Yeah. Well, <laughs> ton of space, ton, ton of facilities. And yeah, they can, <laughs> I know. I know. There actually are some really good minority players within the league. Minority. Hey man, ra- J- Jim Brown, man. Greatest lacrosse player of all time, right? Uh historically yes they there were two rule changes implemented from his time playing lacrosse at syracuse that still stand to this day (laughs) you you did explain that to me or whatever i remember you uh, you said something like he would just pretty much put like the ball like in this ball and the stick against his body and just turn it into football yeah so he did two things he took his stick and he cut it in half so um, the stick was half the length, so you could still throw and catch with it, but like you couldn't check it out from him. And then he would pin the ball in his stick to his chest and just barrel through people like uh, one of the best <laughs> NFL running backs in the fucking ever history of the NFL. Right. And yeah. he's he's still very passionate about lacrosse. He's very tied to the, the PLL, um, the best player of the year, the MVP trophy for the PLL, I believe, is the Jim Brown Award. Nice. So. Yeah, I do like you would love Miles Jones. He's six four, former basketball player, black guy, and he played at Duke and he brings fucking attitude to the game. His highlights are amazing. I will send some to you after this. I, I will I, say now shit. I mean, we, we could talk about this after the fact too, but we, we talked a little bit off, you know, air as far as this happening. And we were like, you know, whenever it comes more, you know, happening on what we could possibly do as far as covering this. And I would be interested in doing that, and I would be interested in taking the lead on doing that and trying to – I I would want to watch some games with you and try to teach you some of the things that are going on. And then the excitement, I think, will build itself, but explaining some of the rules and things. It's just lacrosse is an interesting sport and where it's like – it's like a mix between hockey and basketball um, and on grass. So it's like – it's the concepts of – up and down the field, the way the hockey moves up and down the ice, but then they run plays kind of like basketball. I plays. did go to one game last season and everything. The women's team here in Greenville, you know. And women's lacrosse is actually really different than men's lacrosse, which is another interesting thing. And men's lacrosse is so much more physical, so much more physical, and it's they run a lot of pick plays, a lot of two-man game, a lot of getting people free, getting their hands free and just unloading shots. There's a two point arc in the same way. There's a three point arc in basketball. It's super cool. So two weeks, um, I'm just going to throw the plug out there. Um, July 25th to August 9th, NBC, NBC sports, the game, most of the games should be on there. If you want all the games, NBC sports gold, there's 20 games total. They're doing a one week regular season and then a one week playoff based on the standings and the goal differentials based off of the regular season $20 for all 20 games if you want them through NBC Sports Gold you can go get them there we are not sponsored by this at all I'm just so excited about it and I, I, I'm, like, I'm, I love the excitement though you know what I'm yeah. and I'm actually cool for any type of sports because you know like the next one we're gonna talk about is basketball but go ahead finish well it, it 
if basketball comes back, which I, I think it will, but I'm not sure the time frame, even of what they predicted so far, yeah. they're going to start up July 31st. So this is the first live sports thing besides soccer and Korean baseball that you're going to be able to watch on TV. So like, like if you if you're excited like if you're excited about football you listen to this whole fucking podcast about football for the most part if you want yeah. to see some real physical ass shit some like real people taking people off their feet and blown into each other and all that stuff this is the first thing that's coming back and it's in three weeks you so, know what? I feel like this can become my third sport instead of like what baseball used to hold years ago when I say and, years ago I mean like a little bit after high school so good god. And that's where they're occupying their spaces in the summertime. So it's it's basically within normal scheduling through the end of NBA playoffs is when they're going to be starting. Right. You know, be, that's when I start to get bored. Like whenever like the NBA is finally off, which I mean, you know, middle of June. Yep. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? And, I have nothing and, to do until football starts. And then it's going to be done by the time football starts. Like it, it's it's Smart. occupying a perfect space and time. It's I, I'm so hyped for it. This is such an interesting time for the fact that they're being able to do this and they've gotten the green light from the network. They have their TV deal to through to do this. And uh, yeah, like I, I will tell you on the podcast right now, I will buy you the twenty dollars to get all the games if you want to try to do some watch together nonsense and like talk about some of this stuff because I'm super hype about it. I think it'd be cool. And then, you know, maybe we do one at some point. I'll see how interested you are. We don't have to go through the whole thing if you don't want oh, to. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I'm, I'm yeah. telling you, I'm, I'm excited. I'm actually excited. I've, I've, I've watched some games. Like I said, like when I was naming some of the schools, I've watched some of the college games and everything as far as, you know, like especially if Carolina was in it. If Most nine times out of ten, if I'm bored and there's a Carolina team on, I don't care if you're lacrosse, soccer, women's soccer, mm-hmm. uh, baseball even, like I'll probably watch you. And that's the thing that – is so sick about what this is. It's college lacrosse on crack. College lacrosse was the highest level of lacrosse for a long time until the, like there were some professional leagues and there are world games and there will be Olympics at some point, but this is all the best college players boiled down to insanely talented teams that it's just, it's, uh, it's fun to watch. So PLL July 25th, check NBC, NBC sports, get your live sports, Fix in, and there is gambling on it this year. Let's fucking go, man. It's all there. <laughs> I'm here for the energy, man. I am here. All right. Um, um, basketball? Tra- yeah, let's transition NBA. I'm going to – I've talked so much. Take over for me, please. So um, as far as far as that, the only thing I got to say, bro, people are on my nerves and everything because – I get it. I get it. I get. I get it. I get it. I get it. These dummies do not want to wear masks and everything, and like it's everyone else's fault. Like that's not besides the point. We even need, until a vaccine is out here, we're all accountable. It's that fucking simple. And oh, you know, because I told you I was cool with like oh all the East teams meet in Orlando, all the West teams meet in Nevada, and then let's do somewhere right in the middle or whatever. So when that shit turned into just Orlando and like what Disney World Orlando, it's world, right? So the Disney facility down there has like tons and tons and tons of basketball courts. Oh no, I, of, I'm not getting it because it's where they do the Orlando Summer League. I get that. I'm right. just saying I I don't get how people don't get the thing of oh well Florida is having all these cases. Why are they still going to Florida? I wonder why the Disney Corporation and 
is someone who ESPN has most of the rights to or whatever of the games. Huh. I, I wonder where that could be at. Wow. Hmm. I never put two and two together. And it, <laughs> like, it's crazy like, how – Don't be stupid. It's crazy how people don't realize that stuff. Like the parent corporation that owns ESPN was like, why do you think Monday Night Football – well, maybe not Monday Night Football, but like some of the games that ESPN is able to put on sometimes come on ABC because yeah. it's all Disney, motherfucker. Oh, it does the same shit. Like you, you'll catch. The, guess where the final games are going to be on ABC? It's and still Disney. Still like, Disney. It's literally it's ESPN and TNT, and motherfuckers ain't got enough clout to have that shit down in Atlanta. True. It's that simple. It is that simple. Yeah, that's that's all I really got with that. I I I just I'm hoping for basketball because you you know I need. I don't need no asterisk. I don't need no none of this shit. Like, I mean, I, I heard they got them wearing like, the, or they're going to have them wearing like the rings or whatever that can hopefully detect when it's about to hit you. I mean, I don't know all the like, you know, statistics and all the levels of that shit. I just, I just want, I mean, and I'm sorry. I'm not one of the people where it's like, oh, I want basketball. I don't care if you're healthy or not. Like, no, that's stupid. I just yeah. want competitive basketball back. I want a champion crown. I don't get how people are trying to blame anybody for a fucking pandemic man like but, it just and, looks crazy and going off what you're saying you want closure to the season Thank you were very invested in the season so like yeah it's not ideal and it's never going to be ideal but like if we can figure it out and the best way possible for the teams that were relevant at the point of the season in which it was killed let's finish this thing and get it done with and i don't want to bring things way too real world yeah. to an extent but it I'm having a conversation with you, and I think this is relevant. The, some of the players that are talking about whether or not it's the right time to play because of the Black Lives Matter movement. Yeah. My whole thing is you could have the biggest platform in the world to yourself in every post-game interview you do in order to say whatever you want to say about those things and keep the movement going. And I, I don't understand why that's an argument against having the NFL or the NBA season happen in general. And honestly, too, like, I don't get how people can't get that. Like, yeah, <laughs> but Monty said it best or whatever. They was like, yo, I, was, I don't get the maturity level of people who don't understand. Two things can be right at the same time. Absolutely. Like, like Austin Rivers said it best. Why would we not get on the biggest platform and do what we do, which is play basketball? Like, I mean, like they make the joke or whatever, you know, uh, the Dave Chappelle shit. Yo, we should go ask Ja Rule what the hell he thinks about this. <laughs> If Ja Rule ain't fucking rapping, who the fuck cares? I'm sorry. Where'd Ja Rule at? Like, I, I mean, yo, I, I, we do this fucking podcast or whatever. Like, people want to come listen. They listen to everything. Like, I I, I, I don't, I, it's the same shit. Like, I just, I don't, come on, man. I feel like some people or whatever, I'm not trying to talk about Kyrie. I'm not trying to talk about, like, certain people because, duh, of course, I'm fucking black or whatever. You think I ain't got to go through this shit? But guess what? I've still had to go to fucking work or whatever, deal with the pandemic. I've still had to deal with being black in this fucking country or whatever. Like, it, you just, it just sounds wild, son. It just really sounds wild. Like, the, the, the point that like he's saying out loud is like, yo, y'all are y'all are not y'all aren't intelligent enough where your mind's gonna be so focused on this, you're not gonna be able to worry about anything else. What the fuck you think motherfuckers was doing in the seventies and sixties, all this shit? Well, I, I think the concern... Was that the Ali summit or whatever? Like, oh, you know what I'm saying? Like we we ain't gonna go play no more. Are you God, I just ugh. ugh. I think the, the concern from the players, I guess, would be that the narrative be focused on basketball and not the things that actually matter 
that are relative relevant to the Black Lives Matter movement, but you can keep the conversation going by being part of that narrative and being having a microphone in front of you and on a much bigger scale. Bill Russell was in a racist ass Boston or whatever winning championships and shit whenever they killed Dr. King. I don't yep. want to hear that dumb shit. I'm sorry. Yep. That's just great. my thoughts. I don't give a fuck. That's a great point. Yep. Jesus, I just ugh. Oh, Sometimes, on I top mean, of that, shout out to Bill Simmons. My age or whatever, like, quit sounding stupid. Motherfuckers is my age and older. Like, grow the fuck up. Shout ugh. out to Bill Simmons real quick because of what you just brought up, the Bill Russell playing during after MLK got killed thing. They had a long conversation about that before they played that game, and they decided the best thing for them to do was to play the game. And Bill Simmons got to interview Bill Russell 40 years after that happened, and he asked Bill Russell, was it the right thing to do? Because in his mind, he thought it was you know, just in his mind, and then he asked Bill Russell what he thought. He said he still doesn't know if it was the right thing to do or not. And that's years. my thing because people yeah. always think just because they feel a way that everyone should feel that way. And that's ridiculous because when has that ever been the case? Like it's so uh, – like I'm, I'm not going to touch on it, bro, but like the, the, the rant I got off earlier before we started this, yeah, it's that same shit. Yep. Just because you feel one way or whatever, everyone's supposed to feel that way. You like, Are we really that crazy? Well, and to be so close-minded that you – like only your narrative is the one that you th- – think is relevant to anything like Come on now. part of the conversation I, I just think it's so precedent to think about one of the individuals that was involved in playing the basketball game 40 years after the fact still doesn't know if it's the right decision or not but they decided to go ahead and do it and put on what they do to give some kind of relief to the situation in general so in terms of giving people something to care about especially while they're still at home and will be for a little while longer because this thing is not going away while still having the platform to speak your mind about what it is that you want to see change in the world. I think it's a beautiful thing and it's something that should happen. Yeah, I'm with you there too, man. I'm with you. Um, I guess the last thing would be football and everything, but I mean, we still like a lot of stuff as far as that. I, I guess the only thing you would tell me like prior was the Hall of Fame game was canceled and I'm just like, wait, people watch that? (laughs) <laughs> and the only real, reason the whole thing game oh yeah real question ahead. have you ever have you ever attended a preseason game yes uh, same I, was, I have as well and i'm just like I, i've attended one it's just a lot different when you're there but like that you know what i'm saying it's still just like it, <laughs> like, I, like I was, people if you watch if, if you are watching past like you're watching the third quarter of a preseason game I respect your dedication, honestly, because I couldn't. It is, I, I don't know. In, in the defense of my attendance of a preseason game, which was fun and a good time for whatever reason, um, my birthday falls in August, and it was yeah. a birthday gift to me to go see a Giants game. So, like, yeah, I'll go to a hey, bro, hey, hey, see my Going is going. I don't give a damn. Like, my cousin took me, whatever. I think I was in, like, middle school, yeah. about, to, about to go to high school. Yeah. And he just took me like right before this, like you know, summer ended, and then hey, I, I definitely was not complaining. We got to see the Panthers and the uh, the Washington team, which is his team. Well, so, good good for them. We um, both won. <laughs> <laughs> um, I hope and pray the NFL comes back. That's that's my comment on that, and uh, right. in whatever capacity it can, and in whatever means that it can. If we start approaching the point where it's going to start and there's certain players that want to not play for the same reason 
that NBA players don't want to play in terms of not affecting their families and their health by exposing themselves to that situation. I respect that. I understand that. And I just want that entertainment format to come back in whatever capacity they can. I couldn't have said it better, man. I agree completely. Even though yep. Jack, even though Jack's lying to y'all, he wants baseball. But anyways, never. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you you mean you ain't a fan of uh, what's 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 the closest team to Jersey? The Yankees and the Mets. I'm about to say you you're not a Mets fan. <laughs> if if <laughs> come on, speak if, on it. If my sports fandom was any indication to you of the teams that I root for. I root for the Giants, not the Jets, so you know I wouldn't root for the Mets because all the Jets fans root for the Mets because they're just as miserable. Uh, Mets, Jets, and Nets. Yep, they're just as miserable as all of the fans of the Mets are because they're trying to be counterculture to the Giants just like they are to the Yankees. And then the Knicks, you had a good run in the 80s there. Not that it really panned out for you, but there there was a run there. Sorry, it's been terrible forever since – Terrible is an understatement, but yeah, we need except for that. Except for insanity, that was pretty cool for like three weeks. Two weeks, two weeks. It wasn't even three. That shit didn't make twenty days. Twenty one, you know what I'm saying? But still, shit was two weeks. That man got ate up by Mario Chalmers, bro. Never forget. Never forget. Oh man, I, um, it, it seems about like a good time, whatever. You got anything else or whatever? I feel, I feel like I'm out of topics. No, I. You said it was going to be a quickie. For us, this is a quickie, I guess. For us, yeah. I mean, shit, well, we're getting off three hours for you guys and everything. You know, oh. like, where we're at now seems pretty damn cool. But, um. Uh, closing statement for me check out the PLL. July I'm literally 20th. looking them up right now, whatever, on IG. So I'm about to go do that. Yeah. Um, it's it's going to be the best thing that's going on, at least for a little while. Hopefully not too long. But live sports. In America, let's fucking go. I'm here for it, man. I'm I'm really here for something different. I mean, why not? You know, like even new shit a try. It, new shit is fun sometimes. Facts, you know. Yeah. Um, remember, like always, guys. Rate, like, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend. Links and everything description below. Everybody loves the sunshine twenty playlist available on apple music and spotify go check that out whatever get your beachy summertime vibes you know what i'm saying all the type kings over there like but boy you know um another dope one or whatever live from the nosebleeds i mean we're literally at our houses or whatever but you know still the nosebleeds killing it premier lacrosse league i'm, I'm looking them up right now i might have to hit this follow button not even gonna Let's- flex Let's go Atlas Lacrosse Club. Rob Pinnell coming from the MLL to the PLO. First time this year. He's one of the best attackmen in the world. Let's fucking go. Maybe by the next time we get on this or whatever, I'll have a team picked out. But we shall see and I'll discuss on how, you know, I'm going to select my team. But that's Jack. I'm your rookie. Until next time, we are out. Go Horns. Go Horns.